This is my first uh, interview thing. <gasps> Ever? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, honored. Yeah. Like, I was, like, kind of, like, nervous. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I'm going to. I'm For one, I'm not used to hearing my voice recorded, like, mm. oh, yeah. in a non-music setting. Um, are, we, are we recording right now? Yeah. Oh. But okay. we're not, like. Oh, okay. We're just fucking we're just around. We're just okay. shooting around. We just, we just shoot shits, you know? Yeah, because that was something I was thinking about, like, how, like, different rappers have, like, some rappers sound, like, the way they talk is the way they rap, and it's like, you know, there's no code switch mm -hmm. there. Like, like Malik is one of those people. Like, yeah. he raps the same way he talks. Mm -hmm. Like, he could go from talking to rapping, you wouldn't notice type right. of thing. Whereas, like, for me, I have, I have a rapper voice. Yes. So sometimes, like hearing like <laughs> i have to turn it on sometimes it, like and it, it's just interesting to me because like some people will like hear me talk and then hear me rap and they're like that's not you i'm like yeah yeah it is <laughs> well it's hard because if you end up trying to talk normally how you rap you just got to keep that up forever yeah <laughs> like, that's just got to be like how you talk now you're right <laughs> all the time it's good we're setting the precedent here Cool. This is you. This is how you're talking. Yeah, this is a uh, this is regular regular Kemet voice, Janari voice. So yeah, I hated hearing my voice back. I still hate my hearing. Uh, yeah, I my still voice. Hate it. I can't stand it. I yeah, can't. it's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. I got my tonsils taken out. Um, God, oh. probably like like, oh, fuck. like ten like years eight ago. Eight years ago now. Yeah, yeah, I was like twenty. Did you sound different after? Yeah, it changed my voice straight up. Did it anyone else like, notice or? I don't know. Did you notice? I was so young. Stop. <laughs> I was. I was a baby. I was like, what? You were like 15, 16. No. no. You were like 16, 17. It was, was at the Medina house, right? No, I was in college. Oh, I remember you getting some. Oh, maybe it was your wisdom teeth or, or something wisdom that you got teeth. taken out. I heard okay. that was a thing, too. I don't think my voice changed with the wisdom teeth, but definitely with the tonsils. It was mm -hmm. like way more spacious because my tonsils were like fucking golf balls. Yeah. Oh, shit. Huge. They were huge. <laughs> and uh, big honkers. Yeah. <laughs> I think I. Prefer my voice now, though. <coughs> I have to prefer my voice now I hate because it, otherwise, actually, it's like, fine. yeah. What are you gonna do? <laughs> gonna do you know? Yeah, right. I think that's funny. Like, I feel, I feel like vocalists, like singers, are like just more aware of those like subtleties and stuff like that. Yeah, know? yeah. Because you, you're so used, to, especially if you're like trained like chorally and like vocal techniques and stuff. Like everything hits different when you try to sing after something like that. Mm -hmm. like, yes, yeah. I was like, definitely more nasally. Thing. I think. There mm. was like more nasal before. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the style <laughs> so. thing is just like throw it, like just like change that. Um, I noticed it because I like I you know I was doing like a recording studio. Like I I have my own recording studio thing in my room. Nice. And um, so I record a lot of my friends and uh, Madstar. He got his wisdom teeth pulled out, and I noticed the difference in how I had to EQ his voice, like like both before and after, because I made a preset. For his, for his oh. voice, and then he came back after the surgery, and then I was just like, "Dude, everything is hitting weird. You sound weird." <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't make him feel self conscious. What they do to you? What they do? To you? <laughs> what else did they take from you? <laughs> right. He's <laughs> gonna show up to the dentist and be like, "What'd you do to me?" Right. <laughs> right. Put him back. So <laughs> put him back. <laughs> we on there like Jordan and Jordan in the studio. We sporting anything from the lyrics we call our own. Dang, well, good morning. Good morning. Hi, 
Good morning. We're kicking it off. It's the first episode of the year. Yeah. And honestly, like, there, I don't think there's anybody else that I would rather have here. Completely. You know? AKA. Janari Komet. Janari Komet. Welcome yeah. to the studio. Hi, Happy Sunday. Honored to be here. I'm locally grown. This is really nice. And honestly, like, um, just with the year I've had, I'm glad to start my year here as well, too. So, yeah. It's good to I'm kick it off. It's yeah. good. Uh, it, I hate the feeling of, like, oh, new year, new me. I hate that. Can't mm. do it. But, yeah. like, there is something to be said about the beginning of the year, like, I yeah. mean, it's a thing for a reason because it does feel like that's, you know, washed away. Everything from last year is washed away. And now yeah. here we go. We are, it's like we're, we're taking that, we're incorporating it, but just the things we want. Mm-hmm. Right. Simply. Simply. Yeah. Like it's a good palate cleanser, you know, and and in as, as much as you want it to be, you know, mm-hmm. like some people feel like they like like I, I wouldn't want someone to feel like they have to do something like January first. I gotta start the thing. I gotta, you know, this is the, this has to be the beginning of a thing. Yeah. Um. But also, like, it can be beneficial because like everybody has, you know, if January first is what's gonna motivate you to start that thing you've been putting off, then I'm all for it. You mm-hmm. know, like I wouldn't want anyone to feel pressured to do that. But if that's what you need to motivate you, like. I'm all for that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So in, in a lot of ways, I, I feel both ways. Like I do feel like I'm starting the new year off a certain type of way, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there were changes I made for myself that I started, you know, at the beginning of December that yeah. I, you know, kept doing. So, so yeah. Well, speaking of the beginning of the December, um, you did release some new music. Yeah. Just then, uh, yeah. for the first time, well, you released, uh, something Single. in 2022. Yeah, and then lost to a god also, but yeah, this last one, <laughs> rumbling. Yeah, um, so yeah, a lot, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the backstory on that was, um, I wanted to put out something to you know build hype for the album to promote the album. Hype um, built because that shit was hard. Thank you, <laughs> very, very fun. Thank you, and and I so I the like I'm so glad I'm here because this is the shit I think about, but like. I'm like, does anyone care enough to hear this whole backstory? But like, now yes. I'm here. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, sweet. All right, cool. So basically, like, I wanted to. My my album is a concept album, so it's telling a story from start to finish. And so I didn't want to put out a single because I wanted I didn't want to like like release something like out of context almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. But I'm like, okay, well, I need to do something to build up hype for this. So I actually wrote that song after. I finished the album and a lot of like the lyrics and stuff kind of set the stage. I wanted it to be like a trailer for the yeah. album, you know, Love but it. yeah, like a teaser trailer. So it's like, you're getting bits and pieces of it, but not like the full thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so that's, there's no hook. It's just me, you know, straight yeah. two minutes of me rapping. Bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah, just, and I also just wanted something with my, like just with my face in it too. Cause I'm trying to, I've been working on my branding and I'm like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is like, this can be beneficial in like a multitude of ways. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, like even some of the lyrics that I had on there, like, uh, I'm like, uh, like where the fuck they do that at? No clue. Like I have a song on my album that, you know, is asking like where they do that at. Like, um, there's a song on there or 
lyrics on there where I'm like searching for something that I never had. And I, there's another hook on my song that goes, what it feels like to miss something I never had. Like, okay. yeah. yeah, I so love I was trying that. Like, like kind of like a, yeah, like a like call, a call, call out, back, like, hey, yeah. remember this. Or, you know, if you don't. Well, I feel yeah. like it's funny because I was bumping <clears throat> your music the other day and it was from your um, 2020 EP. Oh, okay. Oh, the black awesome. jacket. Just yeah. awesome. Okay. Love that. <laughs> Thank you. Just, I wish I found it back in 2020 when I was like mm. sitting alone for months on end. Like, oh, that okay. would have that would have gotten me a little bit more through it. But like the at one point you said, "Who won it?" and I was like, "Damn, <laughs> who won it yeah. though?" I was like, "Was he already doing this? Like, <laughs> was that just a coincidence or?" <laughs> were you planting that seed uh, now I wonder yeah so <laughs> that was a thing where I kind of like especially with that project like I went into it with like no plan whatsoever and then as I was constructing it I kind of was just like post creating it I was like huh let me see if I can like string these together and sort of like plant these seeds mm -hmm. but really that was not I was not thinking ahead what I went, mm -hmm. I just kind of went back and be like, huh, I could make this a callback if I reference it. You know what I mean? Awesome. So it's kind of like a little, like I kind of forced it a little bit, but uh, but yeah, so just playing off like past material and trying to like bring it back around and stuff. I love it. Um, yeah. Sometimes I forget that project exists, honestly, like, because <laughs> it's so far, it's so different from mm. the music I'm making now. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like back then I was still kind of trying to find my voice. Oh, yeah. Like find my style and I was leaning on like previous things I had done and so um that's why like this upcoming album is actually very very different it's very very melodic it's very like I'm singing on it mm -hmm. yeah a lot of yes. songs. we love when uh, you sing oh thank you we love when you do anything but <laughs> period well yeah so I'm like I'm, I'm singing on it like I got some guitar solos on it Tyler has a killer guitar solo on my Shout out song. Tyler. Yeah. We're he's referencing here. Tyler. Yeah. In up. the breakfast nook. Yeah, you can keep doing that. That's fine. <laughs> he's, he's yeah. He's just there's like someone, strumming chords over there. We got someone drumming upstairs, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, that it's makes just like, becoming nice, white like, noise. Yeah. yeah, Easter egg background noise. So, <laughs> yeah, don't be conservative on that. You can keep playing it. Don't be want. conservative. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, get the fingers going. Um, but back to, back to your style, because we that's something we love to do is like kind of go back to the beginning mm -hmm. with artists um see like what was the first thing not necessarily that they dropped but the first thing that they you know want people to see that they dropped because yeah. <laughs> we all know you gotta delete sometimes you gotta delete like the old old yeah. old stuff like yeah. <laughs> but sometimes people leave it you know you just never know so we like to go back and look at those things and see like what where you started to where you are now so mm -hmm. at what point do you think it was this past year that you had found your style inspiring this album then um so yeah so so funny thing actually about this album is i've been sitting on it for about two years now. okay yeah i wow. wrote this in like i wrote this in 2021 and it was pretty much like done i i made i made edits as time went on and sure. like i finally you know have the final mixes now but like in terms of the core of the album was a lot of it was done in 2021 mm. and so even the stuff I'm writing now is different from what's on my current, the album is about to come out now, sure. you know? Um, but I will say that like this year I did find my sound, I would say, um, even though the album is a little old, but like, I, I, I like what I'm doing. I, I don't hate it yet. You know, it's not one of those things where like, 
like you look back on your old stuff and like you were saying you just like want to delete it or whatever. oh yeah like, i don't i definitely don't have that feeling about this project even though it's like it's old to me right um but yeah i would say like this past year um is where i like found like my sound my style which funny enough and I think it might have been the first day that I met you guys at Crowbar. Mm, you aww. took a picture of me. Yeah. That was I remember that conversation. Yeah. And so I that do. was the first time I started wearing like the kimono and headband and stuff. Yeah. So like That's so funny yeah. because I do remember you saying that. And mm -hmm. I didn't know that that was the first time. Yeah, very first time. Was, <laughs> yeah. And you that you guys were a part of that aww, moment. So that's so cute. <laughs> Was that, crying um, in the club was that right just now. like an open mic? Yeah, it was. It was just open mic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and like, then he goes up and there. absolutely destroys. <laughs> like, yeah. just, we were like, Whoa, we were like, what <laughs> is this, this guy? <laughs> I just took a photo of him in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, shout out Crowbar for just bringing people together always oh, yes. yeah. um, and open mic nights in general. Mm -hmm. Yes, shout out Mikey Silas for real. Yeah, Period. yeah. Period. I feel like. Like that was one of like the most like like fruitful connections I've made and like friends I've made like sp like especially like this year he's like like inadvertently you know put got me connected with a lot of different people. That's what he does. Yeah, I'm like shout out to him. I'm like I'm honored to be playing with Apostle Jones now. So yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so cool. A moment for that. Yeah, that's I'm incredible. Like, yeah, it's made me a better bassist, a better musician, and like I told him, like yo, unless I have a show, like I'm all in on this. Like mm. this is like so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When did that happen? Um, it was kind of like f like slowly like phasing in over the summer, going into like the fall or so something like that. It was like um, kind of. Like made official during like Superstar Disaster, right? Was yeah, that like right after. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because I wasn't, I didn't record that. Um, so I think the other the old bass player, uh, Alex, he was uh, wanting to play guitar more and was kind of phasing out, and so there were gigs where like, okay, I'll do this one, you do this one, like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and now um, I'm pretty much like the the first chair <laughs> bass player. Yes, first chair. Yeah, first yeah. Chair. either me, me and string. then like Sebastian, <laughs> like uh, and he, he's like filled in for me a couple of times too. So like when I have my own show. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, Mikey's like super flexible with me and, you know, trying to balance that. So I'm so grateful for it. But Yeah, Apostle Jones, like they're, I'm manifesting it. Talk about 2024. Like we have to have them in, mm -hmm. um, like yeah. all back. Cause we had, Oh, God, like in the very first phase of Apostle Jones, we had them in our studio back when we were still at 88.3 The Sting. Oh. And Mikey was like, Apostle Jones can be four people. It could be 12. It changes all the time. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's still kind of true. Yeah. Like, obviously, people do rotate through. and But it's always, it's the sound and it's the... It's the vibe that Apostle Jones cultivates. So, yeah. Congrats for no. yeah joining <laughs> joining in that. Um, yeah, thank you. God, I love them. Yeah, I, we can make a whole separate conversation about no, nah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Silas and Apostle Jones. Yeah. But yeah. for so long, I do want to talk about just this past year in finding your sound. Mm -hmm. You gigged at some of like the biggest things, biggest events you can play for this past year yeah in in at least ohio i mean everwild ingenuity oh, yeah dude like uh, lovely <laughs> grown live which by the way thank you again because yeah, you I wanted saved to our take asses a second just to thank you first of all <laughs> like you understand that like 
it low-key got to be like a shit show at one point when we had to close the one stage. Like, mm. thank you for letting us use your drums. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being flexible. Mm-hmm. Like, no. we just appreciate you so much. No, thank you guys for, like, giving me this pl- the platform. And, like, and I just, you know, it's it's often, like, the reason I'm so, like, gung-ho on, like, doing stuff like that and, like, trying to help people is, like, it is often hard for me to, like, come out and just, like, watch a show. But, like, because I'm just such an active person. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I can help out and, like, yeah, like, can we borrow the drum set? Like, yeah, I'll come, like, 12 hours before my set and drop literally. off the drum set and, and then go play another did. show and then come back. You know, like, that is yeah. like literally what like you that. did. Yeah. yeah, you know, so, I'm like, so I'm, I'm, like, happy to do that because, like, that's the that's the way that I can, like, show support for you guys and stuff, too. So I'm glad it was – I'm glad everything worked out and, like, it was a fun night still – it was going to like what was it three a.m. Bro, uh, yeah, we three thirty. Like, yeah, three thirty. The lights came on. They were like, "All right, yeah, we we stay up late, but like this is late now." Like, it's yeah, late. it but was. Yeah. yeah, it was very fun. I'm I'm glad you saw it a good time. But yeah, that was a crazy experience, and I'm so glad that like some of our closest musical friends were able to be a part of that like mm-hmm. inaugural event. You know, yeah. like where it was like the first time we had done something, we were like, let's just get, like, <laughs> every person we fucking love in Cleveland, like, on this bill. Mm-hmm. And and we did. And people came out, and it was awesome. But yeah. for you personally, as a performer, I mean, like, it's it's got to be just really, like, reassuring that what you are doing is going in that right direction. Yeah, honestly, because it seems like this year everything just kind of, like, took off for me. Like, yeah. Uh, like, all at the same time. And I'm, like, I had, like, been trying different things in terms of, like, what is going to pop off, you know? Like, what's going to be the thing that is going to be, like, my thing? Like, even just mm. trying to find, you know, finding my sound, finding my, my brand, the way I dress, you know what I mean? Like, and all of a sudden, like, this year, just shit just kept popping off. Like, I did... Uh, I did Porch Rocker down in Akron. Like mm-hmm. that was fun as hell. Like, and um, they were talking. They're talking about hopefully, fingers crossed, having me headline this year, which oh, like would be nice. so sick. Because I mean, I was coming Ooh. out like, you know, and I I feel like it would be dope. I just did their tree lighting in Akron like in Ugh. December, so I'm like, let's manifest that one time. Yeah, like <laughs> putting it out there, please. Uh, and then even like, yo, and you know, shout out to uh. You know, Toby for getting me in there with uh, Everwild and everything. Yeah, that was like so, so cool. much fun. <laughs> that was uh, that was a, one of the best weekends of my think entire ever, year. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. That I was had so never fun. been to a music festival. Before. Us neither. Us neither like, yeah. Yep. Really? All oh, right. I remember you guys were talking about yeah. that. Yeah. You got y'all went all in like with the camper. Oh, and oh my gosh, we were glamping. But, yeah. So hard. We had a. We <laughs> had like, a I'll vision. never do this any other way. I'm so glad we didn't go with our original plan. Long story short, we wanted to do the podcast on wheels. We oh. wanted to bring people into the camper. We had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> we didn't know how to, we didn't know how festivals worked. We didn't know how campers worked. Like, we didn't know like shit. So I'm glad we just kind of were more observing a little bit more field work mm-hmm. last yeah. year. This year, I think we're going to probably do something different, better, crazier, maybe mm-hmm. even Incorporate more. locally grown more into it. More closer like, to that plan of so doing the podcast. Expect. Exactly, right. Because yeah. we were yeah. like, oh, like we'll do these like performances and then we're like, how the fuck do we get power? Yeah, uh, we're like, wait, yeah. How you know it? what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, like that's We're running thing. out of gas. Like, right. you know? <laughs> so like the generator went out at one point, mm-hmm. had to we jump just, it. And it was so hot too. So like there was just oh, a point yeah. where we all just went in the camper and just cooled down a little bit. We kept like bringing Toby in because we're like, dude, 
that guy's running on fumes here. Like, yeah. He's hosting, he's performing, yeah. he's like out here. Yeah. Like, that was just... so fun. And then we, there was like the little jam sesh. You were there too, oh, right? Yeah. That we night was fun. That was so fun. Yeah. No, that, that was a lot of fun too. I was like, that was actually the first time I heard you guys perform anything before. Aww. Yeah. I'm pretty sure because I didn't think I knew that you guys like I knew we talked about the fact that you made mm -hmm. music, but I had never heard you. Yeah. Um, because you, I think it was because y'all did a show, or something. Or we played open. We were like the featured on um Mikey's open mic night. Mm, mm -hmm. And so I, I wasn't there that day. Mm -hmm. But then um, but then every while y'all were like jam. I'm like, oh damn, y'all y'all hitting these harmonies kind of easy right now. Like, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that how we started. Lit. Yeah, that's that's kind of where locally grown began was just because we i mean we were next door neighbors i don't know we've never i'm so excited to have janari here <laughs> yeah, I know. like we've never actually we've only ever interacted with you in venues and mm -hmm. like hang out i was like i can't wait to just hear more about you and your story but oh like, okay yeah it, it is just crazy but <laughs> i yeah. get caught up just talking talking about like everyone because i'm just like very like I've realized that like I am very much an extrovert and I very much like love being around people and mm -hmm. stuff and so it's hard for me to like just talk about me even though oh, that's yeah. what I want to do that's what I intended to do but like but but I'm just gonna shout everybody out real quick so I can get it all out of my system yeah shout out to to Toby for giving me opportunities like Everwild and um just all the big shows like he's been doing and giving me the platform to rap shout out to James Begin shout out to Malik X like you, you know, we've been rocking out forever and we you know he got me on like taste of tremont you know like mm -hmm. uh shout out to madstar for bullying me relentlessly into dropping this album <laughs> <laughs> every time he would see me he'd the be like yo bully. yeah when's the album coming out you know shout out to you know all my friends and stray dogs scenical ish uh pip like for just kind of helping me on my journey and like on the way and you know mikey michael apostle jones like um you guys you know like shout out locally grown and shout out my fucking band like for one yeah. this guy tyler sitting over here being neurodivergent on the guitar <laughs> um, yeah for, just rocking with me since uh since high school you know mm. we, we go back like almost 15 years now so did you go to garfield yeah okay yeah. that's what i thought oh nice, nice. yeah um, and that's where I, that's where I met him, and you know we've been making music ever since, like since, yeah, sophomore year, Aww. junior year, high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. that's exactly like me and Jerb. Mm -hmm. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, um, we were next door neighbors. Yep. Way oh. back in the day. Yep. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. My mom came up and she was like. Someone moved in next door, and her own name is also Jordan. And I was like, well, I hope she spells it the same way, because if it was a Y, it'd be weird. You know what I mean? You're like, I'm also five years old. Yes. Yeah. I'm five years old, and I'm judging you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Just coming at me already. Right. It's fine. It's fair. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, okay. I got How's my your list? Are you good? Like, system. he has... Yeah. If you guys you guys can't see, but he has an entire scroll of lists yeah. that uh, he's just yeah. scroll. <laughs> unleashed. It goes with all the Japanese culture. I wrote a scroll. Exactly. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I love your style. I. Thank I'm you. so. I feel like we just like it. It's fate, like almost mm -hmm. the way that we met at the exact time Where that we I did. Just, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. it's, I just started <sighs> dressing like that, and then. I was then I was like, "Yo, can you take a picture of me on this thing?" And then, and then here we are. Months later, it's stuck, and now it's my thing. People recognize me uh, because of my headband. 
usually. Yeah. And I know that because I've walked in the places where there are people who know me and I'm not wearing my headband. Like I was wearing like a hoodie and like a hat and mm -hmm. no one said anything to me. <laughs> and I'm looking at them. It took, I could see it like took them a second of processing to uh -huh. realize like who I was walking into a space. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's just good branding then. Like, yeah, no, it's working. <laughs> you like take it out of your pocket. Like, just like wrap it like, around. Oh, like, oh my God, like, <laughs> He was here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> But it does make me feel better. It's like, oh, if I get famous or some shit, I could like walk into a public space just not wearing my headband, and people wouldn't recognize me. I could just exist, like undercover. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. let's. I do want to talk about that too. Like, where does your love of Japanese culture come from? Uh, honestly, a lot of it comes from like uh, like martial arts, mm. um, and like the, the like I do wear a lot of like like anime like based stuff. Like this ring is from Naruto. This this necklace is from Demon Slayer. This headband is like a hibachi chef headband. Right, right, <laughs> but, right. right, right. Um, <laughs> but a lot of it comes from my love for like martial arts. I've always been into like uh, martial arts like since I was a kid. Like I practiced like bojutsu like for years, and I would do like competitions and stuff when I was younger. That's, That's so like cool. fighting with like a bow staff, basically. Oh, yeah. I was I was really into like weapons fighting, like kendo, like using okay. like katanas and stuff like that. And I still do it now. Um, and so like. It was, and then also, I do really love anime too. Um, and so it was just kind of a way for me to like incorporate, you know, that into my style in a way that felt like, you know, like respectful, where, you yeah. know, not like a appropriative kind yeah. of way. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and like, love and that. I, yeah, and I also just, I mean, the, the clothes are so comfy and flowy Calm you know? down. Yeah. These, these pants i just i have, I have four <laughs> pairs of these pants i'm about to get more because it's the most comfortable pants ever Literally. yeah they look comfy as yeah well. i'm like it's incredible <laughs> You're like i get it You're yeah. like, i get it now. this like shawl thing i'm wearing has like pockets on oh, it like really stop. deep pockets yeah <laughs> do it for the pockets yeah it's like so flowy and i'm always comfortable you know you gotta um, be necessary yeah. not for real because i well, so that's the thing is like so before i started dressing like this i was really just wearing like I was just wearing like all black with like a fitted cap uh, with like, cause you can get like custom fitted caps from like lids. Mm -hmm. So I would just get it and like write some phrase on it or something like that. Hmm. Um, and so like that was my thing, but I'm just like, this is how I normally would dress. You know, like I wanna kinda, when I thought about doing live performances and stuff, I'm like, people obviously come to hear the music, obviously. But Number when one. I think about shows, I'm like, I want to see a spectacle. Yeah. You know, I want to see something visually stimulating. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I would hope your music is good if you're on stage, but like, what are you going to, how are you going to entertain us visually? So, yes. mm -hmm. and, and I struggled with like feeling like I was like doing too much. Like, am I taking myself too seriously? Mm. And that's something I, I still kind of struggle with today. Whereas like, um, uh, like the first song on my album is this really like epic sounding build up crescendo thing mm. and then it ends with a joke and i'm like okay <laughs> this is like a nice yeah. like yeah. you know what i mean like it's like um good balance yeah i would love to I actually after this i wanted to like show you guys oh, that yeah. i'm like i want to hear the joke yeah so it. it's like um so just stuff like that and i'm like oh, i just don't want to feel like i'm like doing too much like but after a while i'm just like well nah, fuck it like if i if I believe in what I'm doing and I know it's coming from like a, like a, what's the word? Like authentic. 
Yeah. Like genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know where it's coming from. Like I should be able to dress like this and, you know, it not look like I'm doing too much. Although like, it, like any performer who does this, like I know like a lot of drag perform- I know a lot of drag performers have this where like they're like going to a show and it's like, fuck, I got to stop at the store. And, you know, you're dressed in like your performance attire. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure, <laughs> so sure, I walk sure. in wearing like a headband and a kimono and sunglasses and like three or four rings and a watch and some flowy pants and I'm just like oh just give this Red Bull and some barbecue chips yes, you know what I mean so it, it's always funny like getting like looks like that I'm like fuck it like they'll remember me at least yep. you know and then they, they'll they'll probably assume that I do some kind of performing because I'm not dressed like casually at all mm. so um but yeah so I, it was mostly just kind of me wanting to express myself and really make a character of Janari commit and like mm. create some like separation. Um, some people feel you know like you should be like you the you the person should be the same as you the performer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't I don't feel that way. You know, for me personally, I like having the separation between the two. You know, like when I'm out, I'm Janari, and I had to get used to people calling me Janari. <laughs> like, uh, even though like it was a name that I chose, which I have a story behind why I chose that name. Um, and so, um, it was a name that I chose and I get used to people calling me that out and about cause at home, my friends, I'm just commit, you know? Mm-hmm. So, right. um, but yeah, I'm like, I think dressing this way was like the, the last thing I needed to kind of like solidify myself, like as a performer, this is the character I'm yeah. trying to portray, you know? I, so. I, oh, I resonate hard with that. Cause yeah, it, yeah it is. It's like. Almost like the same concept of dress for the job you want, right? Mm-hmm. Not the one you have. Like it's that. Yeah, yeah. It's that once you, yeah, once you're able to display out outwardly what you feel inwardly, it it does. It kind of connects those two worlds. So mm-hmm. I love it. I want to hear yeah. the story with the name. I do want to <laughs> hear the story with the name. But one thing, going back to your, like your casual day clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, the phrases that you would write on a hat, I'm curious. What like what oh, would you put there? So uh, that's actually that's actually kind of related to the album. So usually I would put something uh, from my favorite anime, which is Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of it is like dealing with like science and like religion and like you know the like how like matter and energy like can't be like destroyed only like reshaping and stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know what I mean and so I would usually and it's a concept that I've kind of like applied to the album too of the 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 Ouroboros of like the like snake or dragon like eating its own tail type of thing Mm. and like the circle Mm -hmm. or like infinity so usually I would put like infinite on like the front of a hat or like Ouroboros or like um just what whatever phrase I have multiple hats that say different things too. That's cool. Yeah, so uh, I haven't worn it in a while, but I was thinking about doing a little. If I I was thinking about doing a show where I perform all my old shit and dressed how I used to dress too. Yeah, was like a little thing. So, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm like that. That'll be fun. But yeah, just just little little anime nerd Easter eggs. <laughs> I love it. Uh, no, it's cool. It's cool. I was just very curious. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So now Janari. Yeah. Is um, your name? Yes. That we know you by. Yes. Well, Janarnar. 
Well, yeah, I just we're like, at first we were like, does he hate that? Like, I remember asking you, I was like, I was like, do you hate that? You're like, no, and I was like, yes. No, I love it. Like, it's Janar Nar. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Thanks for the correction. (laughs) All right. So, what's the story? Let's hear it. Um. So, so like, I would say, um, way before, like, even before my first project came out, um. I want to say it was like 2019, um, kind of going into 2020, like at the end of the year, like I did not know what I wanted to do with my life. Mm. I was not, I kind of was about to just give up on dreams of like, of being like a you know famous musician and like really doing the whole thing and music. I was just like, at the time I was just wanting to settle down, like start a family and like, you know, have kids, just be a dad, which... I do still like want to be a dad at some point. You'd be point. a great dad. Oh, thank you. You'd yeah, be a I'm wonderful like, dad. Thanks. I'm like, I yeah, I'm like definitely I'm I mean, looking back, I'm glad I didn't, but like mm-hmm. like when I I'm glad I didn't when I had initially wanted to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like, you know, like societal like norms pressure. You start hitting coming twenty five, going into the thirties, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like, Oh, I'm getting older, like is it gonna be am I gonna be too old to have kids type of thing? Mm-hmm. So I was feeling that pressure really fucking hard. And also I just didn't have anything really like to work toward, you know? And so um and so uh, I had like a list of like uh and I was I was also I was I think I was dating someone at the time or not. I don't know, I can't remember. But so I had a list of uh baby names that I would name my son or daughter. Because I I've always liked like unisex names. Yeah. Yeah. Oh like Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so I had like a list of like like cool like baby names and stuff like that. Um, that I would just like at, whenever I thought of something cool, I would just like write it down or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, just whole, manifesting it. Like, right. You know, Cute. maybe I'll be able to like have that at some point. And then uh, uh, COVID happened, twenty twenty, and the reason. So the reason I was not doing music how I am now is because I had really really bad writer's block to mm. the point where it would take me months to write a verse. Mm-hmm. So like I, I always tell people like I started rapping in twenty twenty, and it's not technically that's not true because I've been rapping for a while, but it took so long. Like, you know, we were like the most we were doing was like doing the goofballs thing. We'll, we can talk about that later. But uh, the comedy rap group with me and my friends. But um, but whenever it came to like writing anything like serious, it took me so long to do that. And I was just like, I can't be a rapper. If someone if someone wanted to put me on a song, it would take me months mm-hmm. to write a 16. So I was like, OK, so then 2020 happened. COVID happened, everything closed down. I was working a nine to five at the library. Um, and then all of a sudden I had all this free time. We were still, mm. fortunately, cause I worked for the city, we were still getting paid while we were closed. Yeah, cause I, awesome. I work in shipping. So everyone else at the library had to work from home if they worked at a desk, but since we work in shipping, we can't work from home, right. uh-huh. but they still have to pay us cause we work for the city. So uh-huh. I was still getting my same check. So I didn't have to, uh, I wasn't, I was, you know, I feel like 2020 was like make or break. And for that, it really yeah. made me because I was, I had all this free time and I was getting money for, mm-hmm. to do nothing. Yep. So then I just woke up one morning and I was just on scrolling through beats and I was just, was able to start writing mm-hmm. and it just kept coming out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where has this been? Uh, yeah. I'm like, how the fuck is this happening? 
And I was so shook because, like, my this had been going on for years where I it took me so long to write anything. And then all of a sudden, all it took was me not having to work a nine to five, come mm. home and then try to write. Mm-hmm. I was already burnt out by the time I would try, but I never would have known that. Like, right. yeah. you know, I'm so used to just like, I thought it was all me. Like, there's something wrong with my brain or some shit. Mm-hmm. So then I, I woke up one morning, I wrote an entire album in a month in 2020. Oh my God. Yeah, and I was mm. so, I'm like, holy shit. There it is. And then that's when like the fire came back and I'm like, I think I found my thing now. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, I found my love for music again. And I just felt like the floodgates had just opened up. Like, I couldn't... Because, you know, like, when you have writer's block, it feels like like you've seen yourself. You, like, you know what you can do, but you feel like you can't access it. Mm -hmm. Like, you have all this information and all these good songs over there, but you just can't get to it. And that was the the part depressing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I finally was able to get to it. So I, I wrote a whole album. Um, I haven't released it. I have ten songs that I wrote over 2020. I used to, I would I would perform them, but I never released them. Um, okay. and like I'll probably drop them like later after this one. But like all those songs, I wrote like a whole ten song thing. But then, um, so then I was like, all right, I, I found that fire again. But then I was trying to figure out like a rap name. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, uh. To the baby names. My, yeah, it's like, yes. well, Because you are a newborn baby, because you were new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. All yeah, right. Yep. Okay, you, I'm sorry. Connecting just, the dots. I just jumped yeah. the gun a little. I got a little too excited. That's on me. Okay. All right. Yeah. You finish your story. I'm sorry. I'll shut okay. up. I'll shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, so, because, um, like, my name is Kemet Ojo, so I was, like, I was trying to come up with something, because I wanted to use my name, but, like, Kemet Ojo feels like like a, I feel like I'm about to do like slam poetry or something. You know what I mean? Like it sounds very like maybe in another life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I want something that sounds like youthful, like has like some like, you know, something like that. So I was trying, I was workshopping names. Everything I picked was just like either taken or something like that, or just didn't really work. And then I found the list of baby names, and the first one on there was Janari, uh, and I'm just like, this is the fucking one, and. Mm. And the and and because I, I initially picked that name Janari because I wanted I would want my kid to kind of I was like paying homage to my brothers I'm the youngest of four oh, and my two older brothers are Jabari and Jabali oh that's so, awesome yeah so I wanted my kid to like kind of feel like you know so he's gonna be like Janari Ojo but then I was like well fuck like I definitely you know now I'm locked in on this like music is like my my baby now like this is like you know it's kind of like me finding myself in that Aww. moment so that's why i chose janari as my rap name it's and like since very then full circle yeah you know yeah um it feels like very poetic in a, in a lot of ways so i was like slam poetic yeah <laughs> so your first name is actually Komet. yes wow i didn't yeah. even know that your yeah. parents are creative as fuck those are awesome yeah. what's your third brother's name uh, Sundiata, my oldest brother. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Those are such yes. cool names. Yeah, right. But Janari, like, I literally thought your name was Janari all of last year. Like, oh, yeah. Until I saw, I think I saw you on Facebook, Facebook. and I was like, yeah. Was yeah. Like, Who's Kemet Ojo? Like, What's real? Right. Like, what is it, though? <laughs> like, so, like that Oprah meme, like, so what is the truth? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what is the truth? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's how, that's how I came up with the, the name Janari. Um, mm. 
and it's it's stuck obviously because now people just know me as that and I'm, and i'm happy with it too so you heard it here first on locally grown people yeah just saying <laughs> just saying and just you're saying. not allowed to call him janar i was just gonna That's say our like, thing. And janar <laughs> is ours yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i i'm so i'm so excited for you i just think like We've seen you perform so many times last year, and every performance was so different from the last. Whether you were playing bass, mm. whether you were mm-hmm. singing, rapping, doing like screaming, like yeah. <laughs> literally, <Yeah>. like <laughs> it's so, it's so multi. I don't want to say multifaceted or multi instrumental. Oh, you drum too. Like, yeah. listen, like <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's cool to see someone who can do all of those things and not one of them are kind of like overpowering the mm-hmm. other like i mean you obviously have your first choice like you are you're a performer you're a rapper you yeah. are an artist but like you also are ready to you know get behind the drums or yeah slap the bass or do you know all these other things and like just to see you do all of these things all year. And, like, you do them all so well, too, oh, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I guess, what is, like, how did all of, how did you become such a, you know, um, a master of so many? Like a, like a jack of all trades, you know? Oh, wow. In this way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so honestly, like, I, like, the first thing I started doing was playing guitar. That was, like, my, like, first thing, okay. for sure, um, that, like, I really, like, locked in on. And then, you know, because I was, you know, I grew up listening to, like, rap and, you know, a lot of, like, a lot of, like, black music. And um, and I had got to high school, and I discovered rock and metal. And mm. after that, I was hooked. I had my whole, I had my metal kid phase, my little emo kid phase yes. and stuff like that too. Like, and, um, yeah. And after that I was hooked and that, that's what made me start playing guitar from like learning, like playing guitar hero three and shit. Yes. Like that's what got me. Three was it. the best. Yeah, no, I really was. <laughs> no, I still have real. it on 362. I got still get two, two guitars. They both still work. Um, uh, can we okay, come so over party and play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, you know, I started playing guitar. So I really started playing I started learning guitar by learning blues with. Do you guys know Dreadlock Dave by any chance? No. Mm-mm. Okay, he he gets he gets around too. But like, I learned I did like this blues band class at Tri C when I was like sixteen. Oh, cool. So that's how I learned like a lot of like blues stuff and how to play physically a guitar. And then, then I got into like playing metal, and we started a metal band. Me me and Tyler uh, called Audio Engine and. Oh. See, now I want to go get the guitar. Yes. It's like, are you in drop D right now, too? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, so yeah, me and Tyler met in high school because we were playing in show choir uh, at Garfield Heights. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. We, Me and Tyler show met because we were competing for the guitar player spot. And I, the only reason I got it over him was because I knew how to read music. Um, like, I knew what the notes are on a guitar where, like, he physically was better than me. But I just kind of knew what the notes are, so I could read the sheet music. <sighs> that's hard, yeah. Yeah, but then the next year they had us both play, and then that's when we, like, because we had like a little rivalry moment at nice. first, and then, like, we became friends. Like, um, uh, Enemies to lovers. Yeah. <laughs> Love yeah, that story. Pretty much. <laughs> and then, so, yeah, we started the metal band with uh, with uh, Christian uh, Scenical. Uh, he was the singer. 
and Levon Hickey Hun from Robin Hood. Yeah. No way. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, he was the lead screamer in our metal band. Chill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's on our list too. I love to that get information. In. Yeah, a little Hickey backstory. Hun's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't talk about it much, but we did a reunion show uh not too long ago and everybody was shook. Like he came up with like face and makeup and like yes. you know, and then we're doing like metal core shit. So yeah. Because yes. that is that's, that's the thing is like metal, that was the one thing like writing like melodies and stuff. I did not have writer's black at all. I could write a like a metal anything mm-hmm. I had to sing in seconds. So mm-hmm. easy. Rap was so hard for me. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so I started playing guitar from that. And then honestly, show choir was what kind of got me into the different instruments. Cause like the one year, I think it was, we didn't have a bass player, right? For Express? Yeah, I think uh, Sam was like graduating or right. gonna do it, like his senior year or something. Yeah, so we didn't have a bass player for a show choir. So I picked up the bass and that's how I like learned how to play bass from doing that. And then mm-hmm. like the following year, they needed a drummer. And I actually learned how to play drums from playing uh, rock band. Nice. That's how I learned how to wow. play drums. Because uh, if you play rock band on expert, it's pretty much like drums. Yeah, it's pretty much like you're actually just playing drums at that point. Mm-hmm. And oh so yeah, so for a couple years, I was playing drums for a show choir. Like, and I, I still do it. I'm still doing that. They're, the first show choir show for this year is the day after my album release show too. And I've been like <laughs> low key stressing because I haven't started charting the music yet. But like. It'll be fine. Like uh, I'll get there, but yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's how I kind of like started on my journey of like learning a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. and and I just appreciate music as a whole from like so many different perspectives, and it's made me a better writer because of that. If I know, like, if I'm working on a song and I know like what like how it feels to be a drummer playing this part or a bassist playing this part, like, mm-hmm. would this be fun? Is this too hard? You know, stuff like that. Like. Um, it's just made me easier. It's made it easier for me to write because I yeah. when I do when I the, all the songs I play with my the, with live with the band, I actually record and write every single part and rec- and like make practice tracks and send them out to everybody. So we don't have to practice that often. I'll just like record all the drum parts, bass parts, guitar parts, vocal parts, and be like hey, learn just learn this and then add your little flavor to it and then right. You know, throw some stank on it. Yeah. So, and just over the years, just because I have those skill sets, I've been able to de- been able to like develop them from playing with other artists. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's like bass with the Apostle Jones or playing drums with James or you know guitar where you know for with my Kobe, stuff yeah. or anybody. Yeah. So yeah. No, I think um, that's a great. It's it's such a good tool because not only is it intri- intrinsically like motivated for you personally mm-hmm. as an artist, but it has opened so many doors and opportunities mm-hmm. for you yeah. and playing with tons of different artists in Cleveland. Yeah. And and you're also just like, I don't want to say generous because that implies that like, like, you know, like you're like, I'm giving this to you, but like, mm-hmm. you're just, you're always so willing and down to just show be there, show there, show mm-hmm. up. You're always <laughs> there for people. And right. in so many ways, like when they need you, and just like yeah, you came to our karaoke night, like and like yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I was actually and I was at Apostle Jones practice. Like I left, like they went went to do a so smoke funny. break, so I left and walked down the street, came back, uh, saying, and then I came back after. Yeah, <laughs> like so cool. So you awesome. did a Christmas song, right? Yeah, the yeah. Second yeah. One, right? yeah, yeah. I did the Christmas song, and then I came back and Man. did yeah. uh, 
uh, bodies by drowning. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Oh my gosh. I was like, I've never heard this song on karaoke before, and I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so funny. It's so funny when I do like when I do uh, any like the metal stuff, like the vocal metal vocals. Um, so because like everyone's always su- so surprised by that, and I like seeing that like oh, oh face, yeah. yeah, from people <laughs> in the crowd. They're like, what the fuck doesn't he do or right. something? Yeah. And I'm just like. Yeah, I do a little bit of everything, and because even like at the karaoke thing, like Sam, uh, Sam Day comes up to me after. He's like, "Bro, what the fuck? You can scream. Yeah. Like, you sound like good. Like you actually do this." And I was like, "Yeah, man. Technically, I've been doing it longer than anything else." So it's yeah. like, um, but yeah, I just I just like those moments. So that's why, like in my live shows, I try to just just keep the the shock value coming and just surprise people more mm-hmm. and more. So <laughs> what's cool? I'm sure the the show choir part of your background probably helped a lot too. Yeah, you know, in performing and just yeah, being oh, comfortable yeah. up on stage. Um, and I do want to talk. We got Tyler here in in the house, and you're going to be performing with him. Yeah, yeah. today um, mm-hmm. some songs. But you guys, as you had mentioned before, go way back. Yes, we have to talk about goofballs. <laughs> I, I'm trying to find a way to segue. I can't, so I'm just I tell tell us what the hell, what's going on. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so goofballs started. Uh, me, me, Tyler, and Christian uh, Scenical, we um, were we would just hang out, you know, all the time as as friends do. And uh, as they do, I don't know what. The first, the first one was we were at your mom's house. We were at my mom's. Was, like, New Year's Eve or something. Like oh that. yeah. You and Levon, and we, were, we just had like a headset mic. Oh yeah. Directly into the sound card. Yeah, we we, we <laughs> oh no, it was it was 2012. Remember when the, like the the like Mayan calendar was supposed to end in like yeah, 2012? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. we were all hanging out and we were just like we just started recording a song and then we just kept freestyling. We just rapped through the apocalypse or whatever. <laughs> it was recording the whole time and we were just like in my mom's living room, just like rapping oh, and shit. It. It's so funny. So like so goofballs is like a uh, this like comedy rap project that we started and. We just kind of would like hang out, think of some random song topic, and then just start writing a verse. And then we would make go on FL Studio, make some like super like goofy sounding ass beat. Like we did, yeah, like using like old like Soldier Boy sounds and shit. Like this is like 2010, 20 like 2011, 2012, something like that. And so we would go on there and like we we did like a Christmas song, we nice. did a Mother's Day song. We did a song about a nanny that was selling drugs out the house. Sure. We did a a song called Hot Dog uh, Car. Car. Yeah, we did a a song. And then, so then we have, uh, if you listen to Stray Dogs Volume 1 on my uh, artist page, uh, the very last song is actually a goofball song where we're all rapping like two chains. And so it's a little Easter egg, like, it's kind of like at the very end of the album. Even in the 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 title of the song is "LOL." I put it on the album, like <laughs> yeah, like just like, <laughs> like a little troll, real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, again, there's a the thing of me not wanting to take myself too seriously. So mm-hmm. yeah, but that's such a. I mean, like you know, looking back, probably you're like that was a great exercise to oh, you know get you to where sure. you are now. You know, mm-hmm. and honestly, if goofballs blew up. 
like before all my generic mess stuff, I would honestly ride that so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you mean right? I get to just like sit in a room with my best friends and write stupid ass songs? Like, like we'll be whole ass like he- helping each other. Like, yo, I can't think of a rhyme for this, and then Tyler will give me a line, or I'll give Christian a line, and like we just like play off each other. It's just such a fun like dynamic to have. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking dying. And then we'll be when we're recording the songs. We'll be trying to make each other laugh, like in the background, and we'll keep. And if we do, we'll like keep the laughing in the song. Like it, it's like a whole fucking thing. Like it, it was so great. I'm like that. I think that was probably the most fun I had. Like rapping was whenever we do those songs. So like over the past ten years, we have enough songs to do an album. And every now and then we'll talk about it. Like yo, we should just put all these songs together and drop it or some shit. But like you know, ev- eventually we probably will. Just like as a a little SoundCloud moment or something, but I think that's the Rich to like DJ a lonely island. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, dude. I was telling Toby, I'm like, bro, what if you guys do a Sandwich Boys set and we'll put goofballs back together to like open for Sandwich Boys? It's like they're like, they have, uh, yeah, I'm like, that would be fucking hilarious because all our stuff is like really like boom bap type stuff, but like Mm -hmm. with silly ass lyrics and shit. So I would go to that. Yeah. I, I would attend that. Yeah. Um, I'd be front row. I'd be front row. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> get, and I was like, yo, get Domingo Kite to open too. Yes. He's, yes. he's funny yes. as fuck. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God, I yeah, love, yeah. Him. love Domingo. Shout, Shout out, out Domingo. Domingo. Yeah, Jinx. that dude's hilarious. I love his I love his stage presence so much. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to segue. Yeah. To the new album again. Yes. The other side. We've got a release show. This yeah. episode will be dropping the Sunday before that. Okay. So let's talk about Sweet. the show. Talk about the album. What are people going to see? What are they going to hear? Sick. Okay. So the uh, so the album release show is uh, January 26th at the Beachland Tavern. Uh, doors open at 8. Or doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. Mm. What I wanted to do was curate a show that is fully hip-hop but every rapper has a live band. I feel like that's like kind of something that's been like like a bubble in the city. Like it's been like growing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like there are, there are a lot of us, but we all haven't been on the same bill. And even still, like I only have four of us on there, but there, there's definitely more. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to curate a show that is like, you know, showcasing the diversity of hip hop and like these sort of, uh, what's the word? Like not authenticity, but like, the validity of hip hop as like a live live show, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you know, you think there are some people who wouldn't go to a hip hop show because they think it's just going to be a rapper and a It'd laptop, be, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know something like that. And no disrespect, obviously, like that is a, that is a form of hip hop, but um, but so is this, and so mm-hmm. I wanted to put a spotlight on that. And like, so you got uh, uh we got Marcus Smith, who oh. yeah, crazy thing. Me and him go back. 10 years because when we were doing our audio engine thing the metal band he was doing a band as well called black and broke and we met in like 2011 like and oh, like wow, playing okay. at peabody's and shit that is nice. yeah and we kind of had the same trajectory we were like both our bands like wow. split up and then me we found our like solo music and then we formed a band around our solo music and you know we're both black and we both play guitar and we rap so it's like <laughs> 
but yeah. Parallels. He's awesome. He performed the last two nights, and I mean, I've seen him before, but mm-hmm. he's just fucking incredible. Yeah, the first oh, time yeah. I saw him was just last night at Happy Dog. Um, oh, hell yeah. And that was, he's so fun, so good. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. oh I can't wait. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, so he, he'll be there. Uh, AK Fabian will be there. Uh, he's out, he's from like out in Lorraine. Um, and that dude, he's like, Dude, he's he's such a he's also a really fun performer, and um, like he has like this sick. Uh, he has a, a vocalist that I, I don't I don't know her name, but like they do these crazy harmonies together. Mm. It's like such a soulful experience. And then um, he had you know full band as well, and uh, and then you have uh, Zup on the bill as well. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, you you guys know Zup. So oh, we love oh, Zup. Yeah, no no Zup's dope. I was playing I was playing drums for him for a little bit, and like. It's so dope to see like him have his like full band come together now and stuff. Yeah. And um, listen to the Zap episode, please. Thanks. Yeah. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Toby is hosting. Toby Raps is gonna be hosting. Nice. And in between each set, Toby's gonna be doing like freestyle ciphers from oh, like random places go. in the bar and shit. Oh, like, he's gonna have yeah. the wireless mic. I'm like, bro, you got to do a Perfect. verse from the bathroom or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, yeah, I'm Toby yeah. Raps in the bathroom. They're like, where like, is he? Where right? is he? <laughs> <laughs> where is he at now? And then, you know, also, I definitely got to shout out Rich, RC3, because mm-hmm. that dude is one of the most dedicated motherfuckers I've ever met. Hardworking as fuck, mm-hmm. showing up for people. He just be everywhere, you know? True. And so he's going to be DJing for the night as well. Nice. Um, and yeah, and then and then I'm going down after. And then, so, I mean, you have a whole bill full of rappers, but we all sound so different, mm-hmm. you know? And, I, and that's what I want to, like, showcase is the versatility of that. So, and... Yeah, it's versatile, but it's also like complimentary in that way as well. Yeah, that's going to be so awesome. And so the other side. Yeah. Spell with a C. (laughs) Spell with a C. So you guys know, just so you know. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this project is um, it is a concept album that I wrote and it tells a story from from start to finish. Uh, A lot of it is talking about a lot of things I've been talking about with you guys and like, you know, kind of me finding my purpose and, you know, rediscovering myself and um but there are a lot of topics on it like dealing with like uh you know men talking about their mental health and like opening up to people and um and just my my uh journey with like religion and stuff like that uh it really tells i i was inspired by uh jordan peele mostly to Mm come up with this which is probably weird to hear like oh you wrote an album that was inspired by a movie director you know what i mean but for me it's just like i liked how much he incorporates like there's the story you're watching in the movie whether it's like get out or us or nope yeah. but then there's a there's another story happening underneath it, like like the subtext yeah, of it like, like underlying yeah um, and so that and i wanted to do that but musically yeah. So there is the there is the album you're listening to on its face, and then there's a story I'm really trying to tell mm. underneath. Like there's even like a Easter egg moment at the very end, um, which I'm totally gonna spoil for you guys later. Yeah. So, yeah okay, I just okay, I just want to see your reaction to it. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah. So um, yeah, it was inspired by that. It was inspired by like Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, I liked how the mm. album like flowed from track to track. Yeah. And there are going to be a lot of moments on my album where you may na- you might not even realize that the song has changed. Oh, I love unless that. you're like watching the thing switch yeah. name, yeah. you know. Um my mom is on the album. Uh, <laughs> what's your yeah. mom's name? Wanda. Wanda. Wanda, Wanda Ojo. Yeah, oh, she's Wanda. on the album. She has a little cameo appearance. That's cute. Yeah. Um 
but yeah, I'm I'm really excited. This is my first time that I'm gonna be like singing, like really singing on an album. First time doing it, my my guitar solos on the album. Mm. Um, I got features from uh, Robin Blake from uh, or Hyperius Blake from the Sound Experiment. Um, yeah, I'm just really really excited. I, I don't I don't want to spoil too much, but if you are looking for something that you you have to listen to it all in one setting you know yeah. this is like you got it's 30 minutes you know easy you could turn that on like while you're driving you know what i mean um but i wanted it to be something that you could listen to from like front to back and not mm -hmm. have to like skip a song um those are my favorite yeah, yeah yeah so that's what i'm aiming for so but yeah i'm really excited uh for that it's just you know it's it's me this is the most vulnerable i've been on mm. a project before um and but it, it was also interesting so like the the first song that i on the album was actually the last song that i recorded hmm. yeah and it was like it was super tough because it was right after a breakup mm. i wrote the song before but then like going through like a breakup and then having to record that song mm. like made it just like it was kind of tough to get through because it was like I was kind of hearing hearing my own lyrics back to me in a different context and I'm like fuck like I needed to hear this right now yeah. you know wow. and I'm like if I can have that reaction to my own my own shit like I'm ho hopefully that you know someone else can have that reaction too and like damn like I needed to needed to hear this mm -hmm. you know um, not to say the album is like preachy or anything, but in like a relatable kind of sense. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you know, it's thirty minutes, ten songs, really easy to get, really easy, easy listen for sure. I'm so, so excited, and yeah. this drops the twenty sixth. Yes, this right? will drop the twenty sixth. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it drop like that morning, mm. um, and so you know people can listen to it leading up to the show and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and also too, one thing I want to mention is. My live performances are are like of the same songs are very different from the studio album version of these songs. Mm. So, because what I would do is I would find beats, you know, online, write the song to it, record it, and that's what you guys hear on the album. But when we play it live, I take those lyrics that I wrote and write new music for it. Oh, for wow. yeah. So like you'll probably like you'll probably hear a lot of the same hooks, a lot of same you know lyrics, bars, everything. But the music underneath will sound completely different. I mean, you take listen to Who Want It. The live version of Who Want It sounds very different than the studio version of Who mm. Want It. I love that because um, it's like... It's like two different experiences. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you want to see it this way? Well, you better come to the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so my plan is is to, after this album drops, I'm going to get back in the studio with the band yep. and record the live band version. Oh, I was just yes. going to say, is yeah. there a live album on its way? Yeah. That's the, that's, I'm going to plan to start that this year. Get Amazing. in the studio and do do like full band version because that's what everyone asked for and I'm like, all right, I got it and it's like fully original because it'll be music that like I wrote all the lyrics, all the music for you know with this like you know I'm buying beats so there's I can only make so much money off of it mm -hmm. or whatever right. but like then when I do the live band version like that's completely original all me so mm -hmm. like. I can get that full paycheck. So. Yes, that's so <laughs> cool. How to get that paycheck, baby. Yeah. I'm so excited for you to see how this year is going to just like. Oh, thank you. Flow yeah. for you because I feel like I don't know. Like you said, like last year, I don't know. I feel like all of the pieces were just like being put together, and mm -hmm. now it's like I don't know. Like I'm just so excited for you. I think it, oh, thank it's you. super. Um, strategic to drop an album in January. Mm -hmm. You know, it's. 
that it's going back full circle to the beginning of our conversation of just, yeah, the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. starting something new, starting off fresh, like with an album. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I love it. I respect it. But yeah, what's um what is what's this year look like for you? Do you have any plans aside from um, you know, recording that live album? Um well that you want to get done. Yeah, I mean see that's the thing is like I've this is like such a big moment for me because in a lot of ways, like I view this as like my first album, like mm. my first full length album. Cause like, you know, the 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 first project, the Black Jacket Prelude, was actually supposed to be an EP. But I couldn't title it that because it didn't meet like the exact like time song length mm -hmm. parameters or whatever. So mm -hmm. I had to change the name of it. And then like the Stray Dogs project was just like a compilation yeah. of right. remixes and features and stuff like that. And so like it was a full length, but it didn't feel like my thing. Yeah. So so this project, the other side, feels very much like my first album. And so I, honestly, I don't really know, you know, like what, what do I, I don't really know what I do after that, you know, cause I've been building up to it for so long. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just, there's a couple things like I want to get in the porch rocker, hopefully, um, hopefully I can get into Everwild with like my yes. band, like that would be sick, even on like a late night set or something like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious as to. You know, my guess is as good as yours. It's just, just what yeah. happens after. You know, if I when I drop it, who hears it, who likes it. You know, mm -hmm. what happens after the show. You know, if I sell it out, like fingers crossed. I really want to sell it out. If I don't, I'll be okay. But like, I really want to sell it. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. It's yes, this, please. Ten dollars. Uh, this Friday. This Saturday. This Friday. It's Friday. 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 Twenty six. This Friday yeah. so at the Beachland Tavern. Grab, yes. Grab yes. those tickets, please. So if you're listening to this when this episode drops, set a reminder for yourself, please. And Friday. if you're not listening to this when this episode drops. Then stream the other side yes. and <laughs> follow Janari Kemet. So yes. plug your shit. Plug it, plug it. Where can yeah, they find you? Can you? Find Where can me, they listen to you? You can find me on all social media platforms and music streaming platforms under Janari Kemet. That is J-I-N-A-R-I-K-E-M-E-T. And um, yeah, like I also, if you listen to any of my music, I love getting feedback. Whether it's whether it's negative, constructive, whatever, I want to hear what you guys think too. So if you listen to my shit and you have opinions, and because when I dropped my first project, people were giving me like theories on like what different stuff meant and stuff like mm. that, and I loved it. So if you That's listen awesome. to this project and you're feeling like you it's resonating with you in any way, please message me on any anything and let let me know what you think. Because um, I, I don't know that just just like validates me as like. A as like a just a love just someone who is being so like vulnerable and stuff mm -hmm. like I want to hear because for me like oh shit wait hold on one last thing so yeah. um <laughs> I just remembered so I that's the one thing I want to start this year is uh which is like no one I haven't talked to anybody about this so I'm like debuting it on here okay. Okay. so don't none of y'all steal my idea mm. all right so for <laughs> me music is a conversation and um. Partially, I realize this because sometimes after I perform, I feel very burnt out and I can't like talk to people and stuff. I'm like, Ugh. what the fuck is that? I'm like, oh, it's because like I'm communicating through music. Yeah. So for me, like music is a conversation. So I wanted to do at some point this year, I'm going to do a show that will get maybe like four or five like solo acts, you know, maybe a, like, a rapper, singer, acoustic player, something like that. 
And instead of doing each person does a set, we'll do uh, two like multiple rounds. So it'll be one person will start off and play a song. The next person has to do a song that was inspired by that. So maybe they said something or whatever and like, oh, this person mentioned like sadness. And so, you know, they mentioned that. And so I'm going to play a song that mentions that. And then okay. the, the person after them will play, pick one of their songs to perform that was inspired by the next person. So we'll go huh. just down the list. So it'll be one artist, second artist, you know, in like that order. Ooh. And at the end of each round, like, like we'll kind of reflect on like, okay, what conversation, what do we talk about here? Mm -hmm. What story do we tell from song oh, one to awesome. song five? Wow. So yeah, so it'll be like a set, like the first set, and then we'll just rotate. So then like the last person will start the conversation mm -hmm. essentially. And then everyone else will kind of reply to that with the song of their own. So I think it would work best in like, you know, like a like a crowbar setting or like, yeah. you know, Winchester, something a bit more like like Intimate. laid back. Yeah. yeah. But it was it's just an idea I had for like That's a beautiful. fun show yeah. or even like incorporating like an open mic element. Like maybe a person from the crowd can start the conversation and then all the artists kind of respond to each other off of that, mm. you know. And just, you know, something like intimate. But yeah. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. It sounds like a... Like a um, creative workshop almost. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that, yeah, that requires some thinking yeah. to do. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm I like, love that idea. We could do, you know, obviously, like, we'll have to do, like, fast changeovers and stuff between the artists and, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was just something I was just thinking about because of how I feel about music, you know. And mm -hmm. I'm like, how can I communicate that, you know, to everybody? Mm -hmm. And so that that was my idea. So, so Yeah. <sighs> I, oh, ooh, you got me thinking here now. Because you could even open that to like poets. Yeah, you know, yeah. we have a lot of poets out here in Cleveland that yeah. that have some really good material too. So I think, yeah, com the creative conversation. Creative conversation. Yeah, no, that would cool. be dope. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Yeah, you know, we, should, right. we should like workshop that. Yeah, like, well, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> We're, you know we're here to support you in every way that Thank we possibly you. can. I mean, that goes without saying, but you are just a, a very humble and giving person in the Cleveland community. This was a long time coming to get you on here because of just how how often we see you. Like We're mm -hmm. like, we need to get him. Like, every time yeah. we see you, we got to get him yeah. on here. So I'm glad we finally could make this happen. Um Happy we made it happen, but also like around a time when you're about to drop something yeah. new too, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's perfect. So. Yeah. No, I'm I'm happy to be here. And I said that twenty twenty four after this album, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna talk, start talking my shit a little bit more. So I'm gonna get a little less humble. After this album drop, I'm like, you know what? I got a lot of shit I wanna say. Yeah. Like I got I got some singles coming up soon that after the album. I'm talking my shit yes. this year, okay? We want to hear it. Yeah. We want to hear it. <laughs> oh, dude, can't wait. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to do some songs today. Are they old, new, from the album? What's going on? So, yeah, we're actually doing, um, we've been performing these songs, and uh, they're all, one, two, three, yeah, they're all from the album, and uh, but we're going to be doing them acoustic like cause, Beautiful. yeah me down. and tyler me tyler christian and levon we always would do shit together and we had like a little like 
acoustic quartet type of thing. We would do like four part harmonies and shit because we're oh, all choir kids and whatever. It. Yeah. So um, so this is like a little callback to that. I've never performed my Gennari Komet stuff acoustic before. Oh. So this will be the first time I'm doing that with you guys. So love it. I, me and Tyler will be playing guitar and rapping and singing and stuff. So. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, you guys are going to hear it right now in just a little bit. Janari, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. And starting for off your Sunday me. with us. Yeah, no, thank you. First interview in the books. How do you feel? I feel great. This was like super, you, you guys are great interviewers. Like, oh. I was like kind of nervous coming into here, but like, you have, a, you have a great way of like keeping it like casual and like professional and like moving the conversation in a way. Like, I love it. Is Thank it because Jerbs is hugging a pillow and sitting in the middle of a beanbag like a little bird in a nest? <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're giving bird in a nest right bird now. Bird in a nest. Perfect. Yeah. It's cute. I love it. It's nice. <laughs> Thank I'll you. My phone. Thank you. All right. Take a mental <laughs> picture. Let's get some music going. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> Don't go right, anywhere. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Locally ground. Don't go anywhere. We got some music coming up. We out. Hey, yo, guys, before we get into the performance, we did want to let you know that we do have a Patreon now. So for $5 a month, you can subscribe to us to support the podcast and see exclusive content, silly bits, and get some early access and discounts on merch. That is patreon.com slash locally grown. Go check it out. What's up, you guys? This is Janari Komet, and uh, here rocking out in an acoustic set with my guy, Talia Jastabowski. And we're going to open with the song Where They Do That At, which I don't even, that's not the, the actual name of the song, but that's just what we've been calling it. What is it? I don't know. I, it's don't, not a, I still haven't decided. That's the last thing I decide is like what to call the songs. True. I kind of make that as like the, you know, last quarter decision. So as I'm uploading the music, I'm like, huh, what should I call this? So, but yeah, tentatively, Where They Do That At, because <laughs> that's what we say a lot. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, for a while it was just called Fat Bounce because that's Fat Bounce. That's the name of the that's the name of the instrument. Okay, <laughs> so I was just like, oh, Fat Bounce, and then I had to, oh my god, I got to call it something else because you guys will not know what I'm talking crazy, about. Crazy, because that instrumental's not like particularly bouncy. No, Twelve Thousand is not the name of that song either. That that one, Fat Bounce, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the other one's like so like laid back. Yeah. All right, we could do this intro again. No, right. no, this one's fine. No, keep this one. Keep this one. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. The big bad wolf's back in the business. Had to take a little break for me to get back into fitness. I'm sad if you missed it. Honestly, I had it with statements. Niggas love the black jacket, so I'm glad I was vicious. All that I heard was the sounds of my critics. Every word made my highly implicit. Keeping my verbs and my nouns efficient. My self-worth hit the ground that I'm feeling. Little deserved, little bit down with the sickness. Fucking mask on. The fucking mad dog's tired and sick. Trying to shoulder all the weight that I was dying to lift. My approaches hit the gas like I was driving the whip. But all that smoking shit don't last to being high in the fix for me. I set the bowl down. I think for a minute, plateaued, now I'm leaning on gimmicks, I'm exposed but I'm reaching my limit, I'm alone but I'm seeking commitment, like, could you give me advice, like, tell me where they, uh, where they do that at, hey, where they do that at, just say it with me, come on, now where they do that at, hey, where they do that at, yeah, yeah, uh, now where they do that at, hey, 
where they do that at? Yeah, uh, yo, know where they do that at? Could you tell me where they do that at? And I break it down like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody saying, let love happen on its own. Don't worry about the chase, go find your happiness alone. I'm trying to make a plan for a future that's unknown. So am I wasting time swiping pictures on my phone? Hey, cause every now and then I might get lucky. I know at least she don't think that I'm ugly. We get to texting back and forth and then it's turning to a daily thing. Then she came over, made me dinner and I paid for drinks. Fast forward, the chemistry was there like no other. We both like watching anime and hugging under covers. We like each other's friends and we met each other's mothers. It's been some months now, do I tell her that I love her? Hey. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to lose And she ain't gotta say it back I'm just speaking my truth She said I'm happy that she told me Cause I'm feeling the same But next month I'll be moving away Like, tell me where they, uh Now where they do that at, hey Where they do that at, yeah Come on, uh Now where they do that at, hey Where they do that at Uh, now where they do that at, yeah Where they do that at Uh, now where they do that at Did you tell me where they do that at And I break it down like Said I wanna make it work, but we gon' need a plan To maintain this long distance thing if we can You'll get no pressure from me, I would never force your hand But this degree is worth me leaving, I hope you understand This woman damn near perfect And I'm just sitting here debating with myself like Man, is it worth it? My biggest struggle is I can't take risks But at the same time regretting opportunities missed Like who does that? I know where the love's at Maybe I should pack my bags and leave and never come back Maybe I should crawl before I run like I'm a rug rat Maybe I'm exhausted to the point that think my lungs black Maybe I've been alone for so long, we're coming potential. Maybe sign myself out. Maybe the problem is mental. Take a chance on one dream and miss out on another. Fuck it, let me go and hit up my brother. Cause he moved to New York without a dollar, trying to make it in movies. Now he on the big screen and got a show that he's shooting. Still a father and a teacher, plus he got in the music. I called him up and asked him, how does he do it? He said, it all comes down to my faith. But I know that really ain't your way. I don't want to get into that debate. But don't give up on this life that you made. But a chick gotta stay, cause she like anime. Nigga, tell me where they yo, now where they they do that at, hey, where they do that at, yeah, uh, now where they do that at, hey, where they do that at, say it with me, y'all, hey, now where they do that at, hey, where they do that at, hey, yo, now, now where they do that at, could you tell me where they do that at, now break it down like, yeah, 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 sick. All right, so this next song is called The Other Side. This is the, actually the name of this one. Um, is the title track and was one of the first songs I wrote for the project. Um, and, you know, it's really just talking about, like, the other side of whatever, whether it be, like, the other side of taking a risk or, you know, maybe you, you know, have something that you're trying to work through and you want to get to the other side of this thing, get through it, or... Honestly, long distance relationships, like loving someone who's like far away, like anything that's like far away from you, you know? Um, so yeah, that's kind of what this song is about. Um, yeah.
Why the fuck they made love so difficult? I'm living life on a different note, still holding the weight in my past. Overwhelmed by the things that I didn't know. You give it, you get as a principle. On the surface, can seem like it's critical. But the question that nobody asks is what can you give when you're feeling low? Cause if you got nothing to bring to the table, how can you keep a relationship stable? You'll pay the price when struggles arise. Don't tell them no lies, that could be fatal. Skip all the drama, not get it straight. You want more than you're going to find a way. All the dollars just wearing you down. I'm praying somehow we can get to the better days. Look at me from the other side. Ooh, proof for the other side. Ooh, tell the truth on the other side. Ooh, can we move to the other side? Ooh, loving you from the. All these distractions, get a good running, we lose all the traction. Instagram looking for some interaction, swiping through filters and writing the caption. There ain't no hashtag for the time that I wasted. I grew up as the weird kid getting laughed at, now I seek validation. Always wanting my peers to tell me I'm dope. That's what the problem is, if every critic is positive, tell me then how can I grow? Okay, they probably just being honest, but honestly, can I be sure that I know? So can you promise to tell me the truth even though you know I'm at the end of my rope? Don't want to be caught on and I don't want no lies till we get to the uh. The side living proof of the other side Ooh. Tell the truth on the other side Ooh. Can we move to the other Loving you from the part of my soul that is broken And from the beginning I've only been coping Pretending I've got it all under control I've built up a lie and made it my home So leave me alone Cause I still got work to do I don't wanna end up hurting you So let me go and be the first to move I made a promise so I got a couple words to prove It ain't fair that I'm making you deal with all of the problems that I never addressed And I can see it in your face that it was in you stress And I appreciate the effort and the love you invested While I was pushing you away but never giving my best So now you can rest, I know I can find a way Yeah the journey is long but I can be strong To get to the moment when I can say Look at the other side Ooh, Tell the truth on the other side Tell the truth on the other side. We move to the other side. Shut up. <laughs> Undertones and Last of Fall. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, let's do Last of Fall. Let's get that out the way. Or we do Tricky.
I actually don't know any of the words to that song. Oh, wait, I met this little girly. It's a classic, but they were not cooking on those lyrics. Met this little girly. Her hair was kind of curly. And then two chains came and saved him. And then two chains <laughs> saved him. Two chains came and he saved Remy <laughs> from all of that. Right. From the square bars and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do last fall. So this song is called Last of Fall. This is my best attempt at making an uh, anime intro. So long, I never adjusted. When the light was turned on, I saw the reflection of a haunt that's so gone it could have been rescued from the start of Ben Bomb. My only regret is that I let you get caught in my conflict. The only thing I learned is that I'm not equipped. My mind is sick, and nobody should find with it. Till I seek a therapist who can respond to this. The only moment that I'm vulnerable is when I'm talking to myself. Staring in a mirror, and I'm hoping to get help. See that looking terror, looking back at someone else. Everything's a killer, get that gun from up the shelf. Eyes are closed, so I don't know who I can go to. Don't have no time to show you how to find the truth. Despite being blind with loose screws that I abuse you. Hold up, we've been doing this for some time. Can you tell me what's on your mind? Don't lie, said you fine, I promise I'ma show up. Like I should have been from the start. Trying to play my part, but it's been harder up in my heart because I've been let down, I can't pretend it didn't hurt. Now my paranoia is only getting worse. I try to so gifted but still i'm stressed tell me if i do things different give you everything you missed and would you be impressed i didn't get to choose these feelings but real love's truly appeared and when you don't expect fall head first to commitment even when you're physically distant put it to the test Fun to be on silent when i wish i could have painted better picture i can look at every time i wave such a fool person who is worth it when we pulling back the curtain none of the lessons we can learn on the way everybody got a lot of demons i don't really know the reason but we try to find the ones we can take only with somebody trying to be them if they don't know we can leave them and acknowledge that we made a mistake hold up for some time Can you tell me what's on your mind Don't lie Say that you fine I promise I'ma show up Like I should have been From the start Been trying to play my part But it's been harder Open my heart Because I've been let down I can't pretend It didn't hurt Now my paranoia's only getting worse I try to hold it down But nothing ever works I can't avoid it Man, I think I might be cursed I wanna move Have it all, and when my back's against. 
Yeah. Sick. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Breakdowns on acoustic guitars are kind of goofy. Yeah. <laughs> on the last show. Um, so yeah, so this last song is uh, Undertones, and it's actually my favorite song on the album, and uh, yeah, I really like like what I've done with this track. I'm actually very, I'm actually proud of myself and what I created with this one, um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to get into it. Say goodnight with your hand on the muzzle If I gotta fight, I ain't scared of a rumble I would sacrifice all the skin on my knuckles Just to show you that time heals all in most cases Even though we all may fall on our faces Some of us can grab that ball and run races But someone need to make that call to come save us And it's okay, you say that the walls kept you safe But when you reached out, they were standing in the way I know you got a lot of reasons you don't want to play You say it's black and white, but the truth is really gray, yeah Gotta see the undertones in it Go to page one, can we start from the beginning? The struggle and the triumph make a life worth living And if you don't know yourself, then you'll never know the difference Nah, when it's lights out I'ma stare at the ceiling till I fall asleep But enough is enough, can take it Need a call, time out I don't care about the feeling, so I dive too deep But enough is enough, uh now when them new niggas moved in, I would get to moving. And I don't mean dancing, but was damn sure grooving. I kept my headphones blasting, straight relaxing, but still above average. By quarantining from the masses, I ain't fuck with the hive mind. Was living on my time, read between the fine lines and try to define what's mine and what's superfluous stint. Because I never stopped to question how I lost my friends. And when I spent every day looking out from the inside, I noticed people changed and the virtuous trends died. This guy was asking, are they growing or misguided? Wanted to know the evolution's true or not be invited. Now give me the mic, I'm feeling the vibe and the beat. I'm up in the kitchen like I'm driving the heat. I'm whipping up elevated thoughts for the week. For all of the niggas who used to be like me. Get out of your head sometimes and take your mind to the streets. Yeah. When it's lights out, I'ma stare at the ceiling till I fall asleep. But enough is enough, can't take it. Need to call time out. I don't care about the feeling, so I dive too deep. Enough can't take it. Uh, 
homie, you tripping. I need you to listen. What part of me saying I've got it to control me? I need your resistance. I'm keeping my distance and stay in my lane. And I don't got a method for stand, but tell the devoted was bringing me pain with nothing to gain. Never had a reason to explain it. I seen the bigger picture, but I'm too afraid to paint it. And I know perfection is made with practice, but I don't need that. I got my black jacket, I've had it. All of you niggas being so overdramatic. I'm coming to get to the bag, cause I feel alive whenever I grab it. Then all of the people around me are telling me that it's a fortunate habit. But chasing the money don't really mean nothing. You can't fit it on your casket now. Nah. Hey, maybe that'll be the main reason that I could dodge an early coffee leaning on my demons. Yo, what you call that? I don't really know the meaning. Cause the only time I see the other side's when I'm dreaming. Nah, uh, when it's like time, I'ma stare at the ceiling till I fall asleep. But enough is enough, can't take it. Hey, need to call time out. I don't care about the feeling, so I dive too deep. But enough is enough, won't make it. <laughs> it was in key oh my name is janari Kemet, and i'm a rapper from cleveland and i'll be performing with my band for my album release show uh january 26 at the beachland tavern uh tickets are ten dollars please feel free to come out and like support uh, i guarantee as like goofy as this shit was it'll be just as goofy and fun and entertaining um if not more so at the show. So I uh, hope to see you guys there. Hey, grow, grow, grow.